Episode 77. Late Night Internet Marketing. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast, we talk all about how you can use Web 2.0 properties to promote your business. That's my latest learning out of week four of the Rankings Institute. On top of that, we take a look at the corn sheller site. It's been more than two years. Where are we? You're not going to believe it. And I've got some plans for that site that we're going to talk about today. All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else. But you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start and where to begin. Broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. All right, all right, all right. We're back on track. Welcome to episode 77. I am your host, Mark Mason from LateNightInternetMarketing.com. I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic day. I'm happy to be back on the mic, and I hope you enjoyed episode 76 where we had a little interview flip around there. That was kind of interesting. Again, if you've got any more questions for me about what it's like to get started or stuff that's on your mind, you can go check out that episode at latenightim.com forward slash zero seven six. And you can leave a comment and I'll get back to you. I try to answer all of those. I don't always, but I try, it, you know, it's, it's a pursuit. It's a journey. So Yeah. I enjoyed that very much, but I wanted to get back this week to talking about the kinds of things that I've been learning over in the Rankings Institute. You know, the Rankings Institute has, uh, it was an eight-week course plus some added-on stuff that's been over for about a month now, and I've been going back through that, just an incredible amount of stuff that I personally learned. And I consider myself to be pretty knowledgeable about SEO, certainly compared to, you know, the average guy walking down the street. So I'm very pleased with all the stuff that I learned. And as I have been doing, I want to pass some of that stuff along to you. And today, one of the things that I want to talk to you about is the the value of using authority properties in your SEO campaign. So Google is trying more and more to make it difficult for sites that really don't have any authority to rank for search terms. They're trying to identify not just artificially generated links or links that really don't represent people really approving of the site, but they're also trying to to do things that ferret out these kinds of very thin affiliate sites and so forth that, that we try to work on. Now, I will tell you that the techniques in the Rankings Institute, for example, they're robust against most all of this stuff, including Penguin 4.0. But I will tell you that also that Google's going to forever probably be tweaking their algorithm in an effort to really bring up the best sites. 
as always, the best defense against that is to create a really good site that deserves to be ranked. But there are also other things that, that you can do outside of your own site to help you get off the ground quickly. Because let's face it, most of the things that you're doing, you don't have time or inclination to go build WebMD or about.com. So if you're going to compete with those guys, you've got to use all the possible things you can come up with in your arsenal. And the thing that I want to talk to you about today is Web 2.0 properties. And specifically, I want to talk to you about YouTube. Now, we all know that YouTube is incredibly popular. Hundreds of millions of hours of video are uploaded each and every year, maybe even more than that now. It's just a kind of a ridiculous amount of content that's being created on YouTube. The interesting thing about YouTube is, of course, that it's owned by Google. And if you do a an analysis of SEO results, and I'm sure you've seen this, YouTube videos appear in search engines and results all the time. And they have really good click-throughs because they have that little video graphic in them when they're from YouTube. And so that draws people, just from a psychology standpoint, to click on those video links. Some people go straight to YouTube and use that for search. That is the second largest search engine on the internet. And then it appears we certainly have data that supports the idea that YouTube or rather that Google ranks YouTube videos preferentially when they go to rank um, search engine results. They're preferring that content on YouTube. Now, typically they won't rank more than one YouTube video on the front page, but it's, you know, you can get a YouTube video on the front page for a lot of search terms, particularly when a video makes sense for that search term. And I I think they are doing a little playing around for search terms that don't make sense for video. Maybe they don't preferentially put those up there and I haven't quite figured all that out yet, but what I can tell you is YouTube videos are everywhere. So you might be thinking to yourself, well, oh great, but I don't, I don't want to have a YouTube video. I don't know how to make a video and I don't know what to do. Even if I do have a video ranking, well, I'm going to solve all that for you today. So the first thing I'll tell you is YouTube videos. Most of them are junk. And for five bucks, you can go over to Fiverr and get a video made that talks about your product or service or topic. You can provide a script and there are various kinds of videos that you can make. I like the sketch videos where the the guy pretends to be sketching whatever it is the main points are that you want to communicate And, uh, but there's lots of other kinds. You can do video slideshows with a marketing message embedded. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. And let me tell you, you don't have to spend much time on YouTube to realize that these videos don't have to be very good to be better than 95% of everything out there. Actually, it's kind of like podcasts. You don't have to do a very good podcast to have a podcast that's better than most of the podcasts that are out there. So you know, you just need to create a video. And, and the easiest way that I can tell you to do that is on Fiverr. If you are interested in creating your own videos, you can certainly do that. And I will also tell you that pretty much the most cost-effective thing that you can use to make a video these days is iPhone and the iMovie software. Now, if you're not a Mac person, I'm sure there's some equivalent that you can use on the Windows side like Movie Maker that's free. But if you've got a Mac... 
and you should have a Mac. If you've got a Mac then and an iPhone, you're, you're pretty much good to go on making videos. But the really easy thing to do is to just simply go over to Fiverr, type in marketing video or animated video or something like that, and, and look through the choices and find something you like and just order the thing. It's going to cost you five bucks. Don't worry in most cases about the extras. The extras are usually high definition or they will deliver it in two days and all that. You probably don't need that. You probably just need to spend your five bucks and get your video. Once you get your video, you can upload that video to YouTube and uh, immediately what you can do is two things. One is set a bunch of keywords that are related to the video and use them in the description and in the keyword field, these are the keywords that you want to rank for. Not just one keyword, but lots of keywords that are related. So, um, you know, use kind of all of the things that you think that someone might type into Google. Put all of those in there. And even if they're, you know, kind of broad, I think it's better to be broad than very narrow right now. And make sure they're relevant to kind of what the video is about. And then have a really compelling title tag and description in that video that um, makes people want to click on that link. Because remember, in the search engine results, what people are going to see is the title tag that you put for the video. So put something in there that's compelling that makes people want to click. Don't call it Bob's sales video. Call it, this is the you know, cream that solved my problem or, you know, this, you won't believe what happened once I tried this or, you know, something like this, or this video finally reveals the secret, something that, you know, is going to compel people to actually click and then put that thing on YouTube. Once you put something on YouTube, oh, and by the way, in the description, Go ahead and make that a really meaty description, a long description, maybe five or 800 words. More is better. Essentially publish an article inside that description. And at the very top of the description, put a link to your website. Because that's the blue link that people are going to click on when they watch the video. At the end of the video, you're going to want to say something like, for more information, click the blue link below, and then they'll look down, and the first thing that they'll see in that description is that blue link. So now you're all set up, and the, the thing that's kind of magical about YouTube, one of the things that we're finding is that if you can build links to this video in YouTube, you can really rank it effectively, and these links don't have to be fantastic links. In fact, you can use kind of automated link building strategies like rank crew or some of the cheaper packages over at the Hoth. And you can just hammer this video with links. And the thing of it is YouTube, the site itself has so much link authority flowing to it that your little tiny link campaign to one video is going to go relatively unnoticed. At least that's what the data suggests right now. So you can, bottom line, you can create a video, write a good description, put your website link in, and you can rank that video for your search term if you build links to it, and it'll be easier than you think. And if you don't believe me, 
Go find a keyword phrase that you're, that you're interested in ranking for that has a video ranking currently, and look how many backlinks there are to that video compared to the other stuff that's ranking for the key phrase. In my experience using tools like Ahrefs or Keyword Canine or uh, Majestic SEO, when you look at those backlinks that are pointing to the video and causing it to rank, invariably those YouTube video links are ranking higher with less backlinks coming into them. I think that's for fundamentally two reasons. One, I think it's because of the domain authority of youtube.com. Some of that's getting passed to the video legitimately. And secondly, it's my suspicion that because it's in Google's best interest, they're preferentially ranking their own stuff. I mean, that's just what I believe. I don't have data to support their, you know, secret intention Maybe that's not what they're doing, but my intuition is that Google is preferentially ranking those videos. And so you should be taking advantage of that in your campaigns. So here's what could possibly happen. You've got a great page that you are trying to rank in Google. You eventually rank that in the first slot and then maybe in the second slot or vice versa, you rank your YouTube video. And you know what? While you're at it, why not go get another authority property where you can get content like, you know, we used to do with Squidoo. There are lots of Web 2.0 properties out there um, that uh, maybe we can talk about in another podcast episode. And you can rank that. Then you've got space one, two, or three, and three. So now instead of getting maybe 20 or 30% of the search engine traffic with one link, maybe you can get 30 or 40% of the search engine traffic because you own the top three or four spots. And I've seen this happen in various industries where someone will use this technique and they'll actually essentially have all 10 spots. The top spot will be their website. The second spot will be a YouTube video. The third spot will be a blog spot blog that's very thin, but has a ton of links built to it so that it ranks third. And the fourth spot will be a Facebook fan page or something like that that's also their product and so on. And so you can rank these authority properties a lot more easily uh, with links than you can some individual website that you uh, you know that you have just built two weeks ago and doesn't really have the domain authority yet. So that's my tip from I guess that's from week four of the Rankings Institute is to use Web 2.0 properties to augment and really bootstrap your SEO campaign because while you're waiting on your new affiliate site to go up in the rankings as you do link building, um, you can get these authority properties to rank much faster. And, and that's a, a good, a good thing to go do. If you're interested in rankings Institute, I recommend that you sign up for the mailing list over at late night, forward slash R I, um, Andrew periodically sends out information and eventually his intention is to reopen the Rankings Institute course. And I think there's going to be an option without the coaching that's just the videos that's going to be ridiculously affordable. I don't know if he's going to offer the one-on-one coaching again or not. Um, but uh, anyway, I highly recommend that course from Andrew and Alex. And again, you can find that at late night. I am forward slash R-I. All right. All right. All right. So one thing I wanted to talk about today is something we haven't really discussed in a while, which is the corn sheller site. 
Now, you'll recall this is a site that I started back in the spring of 2012 on a dare. So it's been over two years. This is a really pretty good example of the, you know, kind of the the kind of things you can do to build small residual income. Although, you know, corn shellers is not something that I would have gone after because it doesn't have a lot of monetization potential. When you do the analysis that you would normally do for a niche website, you wouldn't normally go after something like corn shellers. But my friend Josh, at the time, they were bringing up keyword canine and sort of on a dare, he said, hey, if I give you a keyword that's easy to rank for, will you build a site and confirm that the, the tool did a good job of pick, of identifying the fact that the keyword could be easily ranked? And so I did that, and it was. It ranked it immediately. And, um, you know, it's it's done. It's made money. And it's made as much as 50 or 60 bucks a month. And it's made, it's had months where it's made almost no money. And year to date... Uh, well, and let me say that the traffic started to fall off. I really haven't done anything with the site since I built it. I mean, we, you know, I, I did a little bit of stuff to promote it, very little, built some links to it, and then I just let it go. At one point, back in September of of 2013, the site got up to 8,000 page views a month, which is a pretty, I mean, that's pretty good for something that you're not really even hardly doing anything with. And for some reason, after that summer, it kind of fell off, and now it's running around uh, four thousand, three to four thousand page views a month. So it's it's the traffic's been cut in half. And when I look at the rankings, the rankings have all fall fallen from the top of the you know kind of one, two, three rankings into the kind of four, five, six range. So. It's just kind of slid down in the rankings, and this is typical of an affiliate site where you're not actively building links on a monthly basis and watching the keywords and paying attention and you know just maintaining it. I haven't done a thing, um, but it got my attention this month because it spiked up in one day. It made forty dollars, and so I got to looking at the rankings, and I, th- I think what makes sense is for us to try an SEO experiment. So I've got some decent ranking data um, from the site, uh, historical ranking data. It's not great uh, solid data because, of course, I haven't been tracking the rankings aggressively, but I do have some historical ranking data. But I'm going to start monitoring the rankings several times a week using the uh, SEO keyword ranking software that I use called Rank Tracker. Um, you can find out about that uh, at latenightim.com forward slash rank tracker. It's really good software. Um, it's I like it because I don't have to pay something monthly to use it. Um, the downside of rank tracker is if you use it to track tons and tons of keywords, then it has, you know, Google detects that and they will start throwing captchas at you and stuff like that. So, it you know it's got its pluses and minuses, but I really like it, and I I like the fact that I don't have a monthly fee associated with it, and I can track literally thousands of keywords with it, or tens of thousands maybe. Anyway, um, so I'm going to track these, and I'm going to use some combination of rank uh, of of link building techniques against the site, and see what happens, and we'll report back on it. So. Again, the site uh, looks like this month is going to make 40 or maybe even 50 bucks. No idea why. In fact, here's a lesson learned for, you know, 
everything here at LateNightIM.com is not perfect, as you know. I went over to the site and to kind of see what was going on over there. And the plugin that I use for listing um, eBay auctions, which I really like, called PHP Bay. Um, you can find that at LateNightIM.com forward slash PHP Bay. Um, that plugin is broken. Something in the last release of WordPress broke it. I'm sure there's an update for the plugin that I just need to go get. But since I never look at the site, I didn't even know it was broken. So somehow the site's made $40 this month and it's broken. I don't know how all that works, but that's the situation. So look for that in the coming weeks. I'll let you know exactly what I am doing with that site. And I may spend some money on links. I may, I'm definitely going to spend some money on rank crew links and I may do that first and we'll see what happens. Um, and you know, we've talked about rank crew a little bit. You can learn about rank crew at late night. forward slash rank crew. Lots of links in this episode. I'll make sure they all get in the show notes, but what we'll do is we'll build some social bookmarking links, uh, to the site through rank crew. And then we'll decide what to do. Maybe, if we like that effect, then maybe we're okay with that. Or maybe we'll do something more powerful using some of the more expensive but more powerful techniques that I learned from uh, Rankings Institute. We'll see how it goes with that. You know, another fun thing we could do since we were talking about Web 2.0 videos is we could we could order a, a, a Web 2.0 video uh, from Fiverr, like I was just talking about, and try and rank it for corn shellers and see how that does. Maybe, maybe I will do that uh, as well, and we can we can do those two things together. That'll be a nice experiment that you can look forward to on future episodes right here on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You know, one of the kind of funny things about affiliate marketing is you create these things and they keep earning money, and you know. I've heard Lynn Terry, my friend over at click news talk about the fact that she couldn't turn off the income if she wanted to money just keeps coming once you build these assets. And I know the corn sheller site was just kind of a, you know, a thing, right? I mean, it wasn't even a real attempt at a fully fledged attempt at making money, but the site has made $699 and 72 cents lifetime. And over two years, that's not that great. But it's a lot better than zero, and it's a lot more money than I invested in it. And so that's kind of cool. You know, you can imagine if, if you're not even breathing hard and, you, and you're not even trying, not even paying attention, and you can make six, six or $700 on a site, what can you do when you're really trying to do something, when you're really paying attention every day, when you're adding content every day? When you're picking something to begin with that monetizes well, when you're using sophisticated techniques like creating Web 2.0 properties to drive additional traffic to your money site, you know what's the potential? The potential is enormous, and so that's the magic. And you know the other magic is, or you can just do whatever you want to do and walk away. And if you do it well, a lot of times money keeps rolling in. And if you have a site that makes over two years. If you make 10 of those, then you're talking about $7,000 a year over two years. And if you do it 10 times as well, then you're talking about $70,000 over two years. And all of a sudden you're talking about a full-time income. That's the potential, right? That's the exciting 
idea that this is that makes all this possible and that's why i talk about the corn sheller side because it's a silly simple example but it demonstrates the potential okay so i'll give you a little behind the scenes look at what's going on today here at late night internet marketing.com right now my four-year-old is in the chair with me at my desk i'm working on the podcast she is brushing my hair say hi morgan So, yeah, so we're hanging out and we're doing the podcast thing. Um, I stayed home from work today to play with her and she was watching Barbie, taking a little Barbie break, but she decided she needed to do my hair. So now we're doing that while podcasting. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed uh, hearing about the Corn Sheller site and hearing about uh, what's going on with Web 2.0 properties and how you can use those to leverage your SEO and I will be back again shortly, hopefully within the next week, with more exciting content. We're going to talk a little bit about week five in the Rankings Institute and what I learned from that. Until then, I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. You can do it right when it's late at night. You've been listening to the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Be sure to visit LateNightPodcast.com today to leave feedback for Mark. Download special bonus content, access the show notes, and more. See you there. Until then, then, go and make some great progress on your internet business. One night at a time. One night at a time. Do you like podcasting? (laughs) Are you going to have your own podcast someday? Yes, I am. (laughs) We don't make those noises into the microphone. It's a $400 microphone. If you were going to have a podcast someday, what would you talk about? Um, I would talk about blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of people say that's what I talk about. Would you talk about Barbie or fashion and style or... I would talk about blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Say bye, Morgan. Bye-bye. Blah. Hey, it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast because you're searching for how to get started online and you just can't cut through all the noise, I get it. That was me in 2007, when I was trying to get started, there were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet. And I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at late night, forward slash explain. 
in several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you, or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link late night, forward slash explain. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways it seems like yesterday. And in some ways it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's late night, forward slash explain. Late night internet marketing.